the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program was recorded for broadcast at this time. Welcome to What's the Score? A series solely dedicated to the support of Central Florida small business and entrepreneurs. Donated as a community service by Salem Media Group. And now, here's Christopher Hart, Rich Jekyll, and Lucy Valido. Hello again, and welcome to What's the Score? The show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business. And yes, indeed, we do have the winning combination in studio today. Triple wise, you might say, starting with Lucy. Yeah. Triple wise. Triple wise, starting with Lucy Polito, of course, great volunteer over at SCORE, mentor. How are you, Chris? Excellent, excellent. And, of course, we have the award-winning volunteer and mentor, Rich Jekyll. That's right. And hello, Christopher. Don't break my heart. (laughs) I am Christopher Hart of the American Adversaries Radio Show, but this show, of course, is all about you and SCORE and what SCORE can do for you, which is a whole lot of stuff. And uh, we'll be talking about that today, of course, and also some other things going on over here in Winter Park and right in the heart of our community. But first of all, once again, SCORE is a great organization, nonprofit organization, nationwide organization with how many volunteers now? About 17,000 now, 17,000. So you can pretty much find a SCORE office in about 390 cities. And there's going to be 17,000 of them, not in that one office, but all across the <laughs> all across, all across the, the, the country. Plane. Right. That's right. Yeah. And, of course, you can go to the national website to find out more about the, the nationwide organization and right. the local offices. And, of course, they also have a great deal of the hard paperwork that's there, right? The, the hard forms, paperwork. Oh, the by that? Yeah. Oh, yes. In fact, our guest today, which we'll get into, is uh, very... Uh, notable part of those things because it's all legal uh, documents. It's like uh, business agreements and hiring agreements and uh, contracts and all our stuff, and it's free. And you just go to our national website, which is score.org, and you can pull down any of that stuff that you need, and it's free. Indeed. Uh, if you need a business or and legal or legal document, go to as Rich said, score dot org, <clears throat> and of course here in the local office, which is located in the Orlando Fashion Square in the National Entrepreneur Center, you will find human beings when you go there. Monday no bots, Friday. <laughs> no bots. We don't allow bots. Might even run into Lucy over there, right? Lucy? That's right, and uh, you might even run into Rich now. You could get two for the price of one. Uh, of course, I'm the one, obviously. We don't <laughs> charge for Rich at all. Uh, would you As cut off for Mike, please? As a matter of fact, <laughs> the cost for any of the mentorships is what, Rich? Oh, boy, you're going to make me say it? Yeah. I got to say the F word? You do. Free. It's Absolutely. free. That's right. Uh, Just come on down. That's right. They have here locally, uh, what, Five dozen or so. Five dozen, which would be 60 for you laymen out there. That's right. Uh, Volunteers here that are ready to sit down with you and offer you their expertise. Uh, And, you know, several of them may be working with you at any given time or at various parts of the time when you're working with SCORE. 
and all of their expertise is there for the asking. And uh, they are more than happy to give back because they just love the experience of seeing people succeed. And that's the whole idea. You know, you bring up a good point there, and we don't emphasize that enough. And that's the fact that you might start off with a general business counselor, okay? How to start my business and what's the best way to hire and that kind of stuff. But you may have an issue in social media. So we will then assign you a social media counselor. So you may have a team of different counselors that you can be meeting with at any time. Exactly. And that is really the wonderful thing about SCORE. It we is, have yeah. people in it that have experience just about in every field. Right. And that, that is one of the items you're not going to find anywhere else in the world. Yeah. Uh, most of the time, uh, people are experts in one field. Here we have 60 folks who have experience in just about everything. So. Yeah, in all industries almost. And in the rare occasion when one of those folks can't help you, there are the other seven or 16,940 yeah, <laughs> waiting to help you out there nationwide. Really so once again, it's an organization that has so much to offer, so much to give, all just for the asking. Now, they do also have an excellent educational program over there, a great curriculum of uh, courses, seminars, and uh, once again, you can uh, you will be attending these at the Orlando Fashion Square Mall on the West End. There is where the National Entrepreneur Center is, and it's state of the art classrooms. They've got everything in there. I mean, they're, they're, oh, they're yeah. the most modern you can, stuff you can yep. imagine Equipment. in a classroom setting. Yep. Exactly, they have it there. And these uh, the schedule and the offerings you'll find at the local. Uh, website. We gave you the national website, or let's see, which is score.org, but the right. local website is orlando.score.org. So orlando.score.org, you'll find these as a ske- the schedule of, ev- of these classes coming up. And you know, right now, uh, a special series is going on, which is called, I believe, call it Going International. Yeah, with our, it's uh, with our friend Nate Friends. Right, right. And now the first one our is lawyer, all, counselor. Yeah, right. The first it's a, one it's a three part series. Yeah, the first one just happened, but there's two there's still two more parts of the series. And you can go to Orlando.score.org to find out more about that. Uh, it'll be on Friday the let's see, Friday the eighteenth. Uh, let's see. Let's see. The first one was on the 4th. So it'll be Friday the 11th and then Friday the 18th. 18th, Right. Yes. And so once again, that and all the other offerings you'll find at Orlando.score.org. And once again, if you'd like to set up an appointment or just have a question you think can be answered over the phone, you can call them. And if you do it during normal business hours and Saturday mornings, just as if you walked in the door over there, which you're welcome to do. Uh, you can you'll get a human being. So if you call after hours, you'll have to leave a message. But they will call you back, and it won't be a robot. Right. And uh, the phone number is four zero seven four two zero forty eight forty four four zero seven four two zero forty eight forty four. And by the way, when you go up and jump on our website, uh, you can also hear all of our broadcasts from four years ago all the way up to date. That's right. But um, you might want to sign up for our newsletter, and that way you get all the skinny that's happening. Over the next few months. All right. You get all the skinny, huh? All right. So that's at Orlando.score.org. And please also follow us and like us on Facebook, which is Score Orlando on Facebook. You know, I teased a little bit about that robot thing, but I was watching the business, one of the business channels the other morning. It might have been yesterday morning. And they were talking about over the next, I think it's five years, something like 14,000 people in the financial 
uh, business services business are going to be laid off. These are your phone, the people who answer the phone, you yeah, know, when you call. Right. And the reason yeah. is it's the technology is now so sophisticated that you'll be talking with someone you will think will be a human being, but will actually be an automated voice. Yeah. Actually, there's a lot of financial companies already on that system. Yeah. yeah. So it's amazing. There is a fee, obviously, for that, uh, but uh, you'll be talking to... A robot. I think there's a cost. Who doesn't probably I think there's have a cost the best for that interest. too. At what point can you sustain an economy that's all robots doing everything? <laughs> right. Uh, all right. So anyway, uh, that is a business challenge for the future. Yeah. That's right. When that challenge comes along, Score will be there to help out. And uh, Rich uh, won't, won't be a robot. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We hope. Uh, so. But, of course, SCORE is always looking for other great volunteers and people who can help out as well. And I think that brings us to our guest today. That's correct. We have been actively recruiting this lady uh, for months now. She has not responded in the least, so I don't know what she's doing on this (laughs) show. She's hard to get. I don't know how she got here, Uh, but anyway... That's a good tease to introduce today our guest, who is an attorney, a practicing attorney, and she's also playing a special role in a very special event coming up very soon. And so we'd like to welcome to the show today, Peggy Hewitt. Peggy? Hi. Hi. Welcome. Let, I'm really happy to be here. Ah, well, thanks for sitting in oh with us God, a little I've while I've never today. seen her speechless before. <laughs> That's yeah. a first right there. Yeah, I'm kind of shocked myself. Well, that, introduction, that introduction you gave her. Uh, so, uh, first of all, Peggy, what we like to do is find out a little bit about our guests. And so we usually start off with a question. Are you from this area? Well, not originally. I grew up in St. Petersburg. Uh, I was actually born in Akron, Ohio, moved here when I was a child. But I've been here since 1983 after I graduated from law school. And you mean here in Orlando area? Here in the Orlando area. Yes, sir. Okay. And when you graduated law school, did you go right into practice? How did you do that? Well, my first job was while I was studying for the bar exam, I worked for a plaintiff's personal injury attorney here in Florida and realized I didn't want to do that. Um, then I worked for a large litigation firm, Giles Hedrick and Robinson, and I realized that I really wanted to be a litigator. Um, litigator meaning what? I wanted to do trial work. I wanted to be in the trial. I wanted to be in, in the, the courtroom. courtroom. Yes, right. sir. Well, there weren't a whole lot of jobs at that firm back in 1983 for women. Um, there were there weren't a lot of women litigators, and the best place for women to get an, an education to get any experience was at the state attorney's office. So a couple of the associates and partners at Giles Hedrick and Robinson dragged me over to the state attorney's office and dropped me off on Bob Egan's doorstep. They oh, yeah. hired me and I started my career as an assistant state attorney in early 1984. And Robert Egan was a state attorney for quite some time, wasn't he? He was. He was there. He was the state attorney for the, my entire um, career there. Is he? Is, mm. He's retired now, I take it. He retired two state attorneys or several state attorneys ago um he's been gone from the office for for a couple of years and there have been some a uh, couple of really great um assist or state attorneys since then okay so you were full-on practicing law how long did you do that well, I was with the state attorney's office for she about six and a half it. years well, I, I guess I, what i <laughs> yeah. meant was yeah with this with the state prosecutors well, I was, I was with the state attorney's office for almost seven years, and then I moved to the sheriff's office. I became the assistant general counsel for the sheriff of Orange County. Was that Kevin Barry at the it time? It was right before Kevin Barry. So um, uh, I was there for about three and a half years defending the, the, uh, the sheriff's office. 
um, writing contracts, basically becoming a civil attorney. I had been a, a criminal attorney for almost seven years and then basically started learning the rules of civil procedure again. So I worked for the sheriff's office before I got my dream job. Well, did, real quickly, did, did all of that put you in the courtroom? Were Constantly. You, it was wonderful. Um, at the state attorney's office. Did cross your desk? Yes, it did. No, I'm sorry, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> it should well, no. have. It should have. <laughs> You're not kidding. It should have. But um, it, it did get you where you wanted to be. It really did. in front of judges and juries. I tried over 120 jury trials when I was with the state attorney's office. And with the sheriff's office, um, I tried... Oh, gosh, I can't even remember, 20 or 30 civil forfeiture and, and, and um, personal injury defense trial cases okay. for the sheriff's office. All right. Well, we're going to have to take a break in about a minute here. So uh, once again, our guest today, Peggy Hewitt. And uh, by the way, uh, the law firm that she's practicing with now, the website is jhhdefense.com. That's the letters, jhh and then defense.com if you would like to uh, bring that up while we're discussing things with her this morning. But uh, she is also wants to be a part of what SCORE is doing, so we're going to get to that. And once again, please do follow and like us on Facebook. That's SCORE Orlando on Facebook. Yeah. And sign up for the excellent newsletter at orlando.score.org, where once again... Orlando.score.org. That's what I said, wasn't it? Orlando.score.org. And don't forget, you can also also (laughs) check out the great listing of all the classes coming up. So we'll be right back with more of What's the Score? Okay, welcome back to What's the Score? I am Christopher Hart, along with Lucy Toledo and Rich Jekyll. Our guest today is Peggy Hewitt of the JHH Defense uh, Firm, Law Firm. Is that what you call it, Law Firm? It yeah. is a law firm. Yeah, obviously. The, the, the name of the firm is actually Jones, Hurley, and Hand. Mr. Jones uh, was, was um, actually presently retired from the firm, but, but uh, he was our, our managing partner for many years. And uh, the the other named partners are Lisa Hurley and Robert Hand. Okay. And I see you have offices in Orlando, Tampa, and Miami. Yes, we do. Okay. All right. So we were discussing your background, and you had been practicing law as a state attorney and then for the sheriff's office, which got you both criminal and civil cases that you argued. Yes, sir. And then what happened? I had been applying for a job at, at the Walt Disney World Company for 11 years. Um, from the time I was in law school, (laughs) (laughs) I, for some reason, uh, wanted to be an uh, an attorney for the Walt Disney World Company. I was a a real fan of the of 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 Walt Disney of Mickey and Minnie and And Pluto, (laughs) and um, I really wanted to be a part of that. But this was going to be much different because this is corporate law as opposed to criminal law. Well. The reason why I wanted to work there is I wanted to defend Walt Disney in in personal injury cases. I wanted to represent um, the law enforcement agency that they had out there. One of the things that I was able to do when they approached me 
Actually, I think what happened was they they wanted me to stop bothering them because I had been bugging them for about 11 <laughs> what years. A surprise. Oh, my God. There is something to be oh said for God. persistence. Yes. Like, look, if we give you a job, will you leave us alone? Right, right. So um, I started working there, and my primary job was liaison between the Orange County Sheriff's Office and the, and the Walt Disney Company, um, um, bringing law enforcement onto the premises, uh, uh, the the Florida State Highway Patrol um, patrolled the streets at, at Disney. I was I basically acted as the city attorney for the city of Bay Lakes and, and Lake Buena Vista, writing ordinances, um, filing uh, applications for signage. I I did a little bit of everything. I eventually did some employment law. I defended Disney Corporation in employment claims, um, wage and hour claims retaliatory discharge claims. Um, then I started to, then at the same time I was doing slip and fall defense. So if you slipped and fell in the magic kingdom, I was the attorney for the, for the Walt Disney company. <laughs> and I have some great war stories about that. Did, did any of the executives ever <laughs> plop something down on your desk and go, well, you asked for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As a matter of fact, that happened a whole lot because I was, I was not, a, a, I was a, I was the general practitioner out there. I didn't do real estate. I didn't mm. do copyright. It was basically, hey, Mikey, you know, here, give it to Peggy. She does everything. And if I didn't know how to do it, uh, I was tasked to learn how to do it. So I was pretty much a, a, just a general practitioner out at Disney for a long time. Well, well that was a good learning experience for you, wasn't it? It really was. I tell you what, I had a, I had a wonderful experience working for that corporation. Um, it was an incredible opportunity. And the only reason why I'm not there anymore is... I four traffic just became overwhelming, and I couldn't get home at night. So, how long did you uh, work there? I was there six and a half, almost seven years, oh. and I really had a great time. But then I had an opportunity to go to uh, work with my best friends, who happened to be partners at the law firm of Jones Early in Hand. They had been trying to get me to go work with them for years. They said you shouldn't be at Disney; you should be working with us. Well, they were kind enough to drag me out of Disney, kicking and screaming. But <laughs> then I got home. Well, the office was about six minutes from my house, so I cut oh, my wow. commute time by nearly two hours, and Jeez. I got to spend a lot more time with my family and daughter. So, or well, my family. And that's huge. It, it was it was a, a, a real change in my life. It really made a difference in in my overall happiness. So it was, it was great. a good move. Ended it was, up a good move. It was a great move for me. I've been yeah. with this firm for twenty one years, almost twenty two years, and just having a wonderful time and have had a wonderful career with them. And in the website, J-A-H, J, I'm sorry, J-H-H-Defense.com, obviously you're defense attorneys, I take it, for criminal cases back in the criminal side again? No, we do no criminal defense work. We are insurance defense attorneys. Okay. We All of our clients are either corporations, landowners, business owners, um, if you're if you're a business owner and you have a workers' compensation claim, you have a liability claim, um, either from uh, something that happened on your property or because of your business. Uh, if you have an employment claim, a wage and hour claim, um, wrongful termination or retaliatory discharge claim, we can be your lawyer. I got it. Hmm. That's so, a lot of human resources stuff, which is a hot topic so, for SCORE right, all right now. Well, I was going to say, so speaking of SCORE, yes. how did this connection begin? Um, Rich and I met. Let's uh, not talk oh. about how you met. Oh, okay. oh. <laughs> Rich and I met because we had a, a discussion 
over um, a political issue, and I was I was arguing the the legal side, and he was arguing the emotional side. And I wasn't the <laughs> emotional one. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right, all right. We don't need a replay. So, so actually, what Rich did was he approached me and asked me if I would become a volunteer for SCORE to help give small business owners advice when it came to different human resources. The things that you were just talking things about. that yeah, I was just talking exactly. about. I can give them an enormous amount of advice when it comes to how do I, how do I make a, a, a really great personnel manual? How do I um, handle dress code issues at my, at my firm? How big do I have to be to be um, governed by some of the Fair Labor Standards Act laws? How, how often do I need to revise my human resources um, programs. How how often do I need to inform my clients about safety issues or changes in the wage and hour laws or changes in Family Medical Leave Act? What about discrimination? Do you get into that? Or we not? do get into that, yeah. and it. Um, my biggest practice recently has been uh, well, defending restaurant groups and other employers when it comes to wage and hour violations because of the changes in the wage and hour laws and both federal and state um, those kind of cases have really exploded recently in florida actually not recently over the past eight to ten years and that has become a pretty big part of my particular defense practice can i talk to you after the show because i'm being discriminated on (laughs) at this show Uh, all all right all right what this says is that and we haven't talked about that she would be a perfect candidate to uh, give us and uh, fill us in on coffee with the leader lunch with the leader that would be a perfect spot for her Uh and obviously all our potential you try talking to her sorry (laughs) so peggy hewitt is our guest today of Jones Hurley and Hand Law Firm and their website jhhdefense.com and as you are surmising here uh, the the addition of Peggy to the volunteers at SCORE would be a huge asset there because all of these things are always pertinent and relevant but oh, man, yeah. this, in this day and age Absolutely. probably even more so than ever yeah. and, Hot topics. and these are things that uh, SCORE offers you know, in in the form of advice, mentorship, and education, and that's uh, that's what SCORE is all about. And these so, are subjects that every business person needs. Absolutely. Every company yeah. needs to know about this. Absolutely. So, so your defense, uh, your I'm, I'm sorry, your law firm is for people who are sort of already caught up in something, shall we say? Uh, but what you would be doing at SCORE is offering sort of warnings and watch out for this road, don't go down that road, that type of thing. Preemptive legal advice. preemptive, okay. Not legal advice. (laughs) Not legal Legal counseling. Legal legal counseling. counseling. Right, yes. Uh, Because, once again, this is not what you're going to get if you were to hire JHH Defense. It's it's different. This is to educate you, as Peggy was talking about, in, in terms of regulatory things that are out there that you need to know about. Right? I, I can help you find, um, through different federal and state websites, um, the rules for the Department of Labor, um, the EEOC websites, FMLA, all the different federal agencies that, that um, enforce the laws of the, of the United States of America, um, how, how to find forms, how to find uh, the actual laws that are are enforced uh, when it comes to you you as a business person mm-hmm. directing employ you know paying employees 
insuring employees, um, making sure that they have access to family medical leave. Um, just I would like to be able to help small business owners wade through that enormous red tape morass of paperwork that confounds even professionals. Yeah. I mean, even though we live uh, right now with uh, an administration that's deregulating, that doesn't mean all regulations have gone away. There's still thousands upon thousands of them out there that you need to know about. And new ones still coming along as they change various rules and various interpretations. They change daily. And as a professional, I probably spend two to three hours a day reading up on the changes in the law, changes in the statutes, change in regulations. Um, I also have to keep up with the different circuit courts across the United States that affect uh, the, the laws of the state of Florida, the federal laws that we're all required to follow. Um, from the Supreme Court to the 11th Circuit Court of Appeals, uh, the different federal courts in both the north, central, and southern districts of Florida, and as well as the 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 different courts in the 67 counties in the state of Florida. Uh, are you in a situation at Jones Hurley in hand where you folks are looking for more hands because there's so much lit- lit- litigious action going well, on? That was very clever. <laughs> it seems like hands these days. looking for more hands. Yeah. I got it. Right. You know, this yeah, is, Lucy didn't get it, but uh, I got it. Yeah. Yeah, she did. This is terrible. I don't know. <laughs> um, I'm so cloistered in, in my little practice. I'm, I'm really busy. I'm having a, a really great time, but we have an incredible staff. We have, I have a, a couple of amazing paralegals. My assistant, Annie Griot, is just absolutely bar none, the best person and the best helper in the world. They all keep me pretty well shielded as to whether or not there are any drastic needs in the rest of the firm. And I have absolutely no idea what's going on in our Tampa and Miami offices. I know that's terrible. But um, it's just because my staff is so great. They keep me from having to worry about anything. They keep you out of trouble. They keep me out of trouble. And no, I give them all the credit in the world. Uh, I really, she really comes do. She into trouble at happy uh, hour when she sees me. <laughs> oh, but, oh, well, but I do know that, that we are always open. I'm always looking for interns. Um, I've, I've mentored several high school and, and college and law school students over the past 21 years. And I've... I'm, we are always looking for talent. So if if there's anybody out there who is getting ready to pat, take the bar exam, if you want to send us at jhhdefense.com, address your, your interest in our firm to our, our office manager, Jay Abercrombie. He just graduated from law school. He is preparing for the bar exam himself. And I don't know what we're going to do when he starts practicing law. Okay. (laughs) All right. All of that at jhhdefense.com. And don't forget, while you're at it, go to orlando.score.org and sign up for the excellent newsletter there. All right. We do have to take another break, but we'll come back on the other side. Once again, continue the conversation with Peggy Hewitt here today. All right. So stick around, please, for more of What's the Score? Okay, and welcome back to What's the Score, the show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business. And, of course, we have a winning combination for you again here today. Lucy Polito and Rich Jacob of Score, myself, Christopher Hart, and our guest today, Peggy Hewitt of the Jones Hurley and Hand Law Firm, handling business law cases of all sorts, realist, from everything from real estate to discrimination and everything in between. 
And and that's why she would be a valued counselor at SCORE. She's not yet, but it's in the process. We're working on it. We're working on it. And what SCORE does, too, is they have sort of a screening process, and then there's an education process where they get oriented, I guess you might say, into the SCORE routine. God so help whoever has to try to educate her, though. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yikes. As you can wow. tell, they're very good friends. <laughs> uh, so uh, Peggy, once again, uh, is, is seeking to help educate people as to some of the things that you need to know when you're in business as to the legal ramifications of what you may or may not be doing. Wrongful terminations, et cetera. Yes. Um, I have been uh, a certified instructor for the Senate or um, different um, uh, educational uh, units that provide uh, what we call CEUs and CLUs for or there's there, um, educational units that are required if if you hold either a legal degree or a degree when you're an insurance adjuster. We spend a lot of our time working with insurance adjusters for either workers' compensation claims because they're the, they're the folks that actually get the claims in, administer the claims. Um, for benefits, if for workers' compensation, or for damages, if it's a liability claim. So we're working with adjusters, and part of my job as an attorney for them is to help them maintain their um, their their educational units, so they can maintain their certificates, their their licenses to practice in the state of Florida to administer claims in the state of Florida. Hmm. I usually give between six and eight seminars a year. I'm getting ready to. Um, give an ethics seminar uh, to a large adjusting group in the state of Florida. It'll be about 1,150 participants in a webinar, and I will be teaching them about the ethics of claims administration, how to be an ethical administrator. Um, I've been doing that for years. I've given... um, Is that in in a legal sense? Yes. Okay. Well, basically what I do... Because it's it's sort of the legal version (laughs) and the philosophical version of that, and they can be sometimes different. Well, I'll tell you what, you'd be surprised how close they are. What I try to tell my folks when I'm giving an ethics seminar is if it doesn't feel good in your gut, it's probably not the right thing to do. If you can look yourself in the mirror every morning and know that you've done as 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 well as you possibly can by providing statutorily mandated benefits to people who who need them. I mean, we're talking about people who've been injured on the job, um, who are no longer able to possibly work the job that they were because of their injuries. They're losing wages. Right. Uh, basically, what we do as as the lawyer for the insurance company or the lawyer for the employer is let's make sure that that injured employee gets the that gets the um, the benefits that they are entitled to under the law. It keeps one. It keeps us out of it keeps us out of trouble. Right. It keeps us out of the courtroom, and right. it makes sure. That, that these folks don't lose their homes, that, that they're getting the medical care that, that right. they require to recover. Right. Um, our, our biggest goal in, in defending a workers' compensation claim is let's get the best medical care they possibly can. I have in my office what I lovingly call the secret doctor list that I've been compiling since I was in-house at, at the Walt Disney Company. Uh, basically, the best doctors in Florida, across Florida, uh, doctors that I would go see myself, doctors that I would... Let treat my daughter. Let mm. treat my brother. Sure. Um, and I've been putting this list together for years, and I try to keep it updated. So when my clients ask me, "Hey, I've I've got a, you know, one one of my package handlers hurt his back. I need to send him or her to an orthopedic surgeon in the Orlando area." I have a list of doctors that I'm not only familiar with, but have actually 
a lot of my doctors I've actually been have treated myself or family members of mine. I mean, people that I really right. know are good docs. And then you have the list of doctors that you would send Rich to. Yes, right. I do, as a matter of fact. <laughs> Two different lists. They may actually be under indictment but, today. <laughs> but, but, but just briefly, would, would it be safe to say, though, that if you do the ethical thing, it's most likely going to be legal. But if you do the legal thing, it doesn't necessarily mean it'll be totally ethical. Well, once again... You would be shocked at at how ethical the legal process is from beginning to end, from the inception of of, of a statute. I've been involved. Oh, no, I'm not. I'm not questioning that. What I'm but, saying is, mm-hmm. if you're talk, t- teaching people legality and ethics, that as long as you said, as you if you feel good about it, if it's right in your gut, if you know it's right for the person you're doing, that's more of an ethical question because you're not considering the legal ramifications of it. So if you stay in that realm, sort of legal follows because it is so closely attached to it. Yes. Okay. Um, so how did you get involved with the Winter, Winter Park, Park Art Festival? Uh, about 15 years ago, one of the volunteers, um, a man by the name of Baxter Matthews, who was actually the head of the Winter Park Art Festival at the time, or the Art, Winter Park Autumn Art Festival, Festival. at the time, um, asked me if I would like to volunteer. He was seeking volunteers, I mean, people just to come out during the two-day show and help with the the artists, help sell T-shirts, help um, pass out water, um, organize the volunteers, organize all of the workings and the, the setup to take down of the Winter Park Autumn Art Festival. Basically, you recruited me as slave labor, and that was and that was fine. And that's that was what fine. Rich is trying to do here. <laughs> yeah, no. one glass of wine, and then she was sold. Peggy Hewitt, our guest today of the Jones Hurley in Hand Law Firm, and that was sort of an abrupt transition. But you are involved with the Autumn Art Festival, which is getting ready to happen. I am. Um, I have been booking all of the entertainment for the two-day event for the last four or five years, and we've got an incredible group of people coming. Um, but a little bit about the Autumn, the Autumn Art Festival. It is a, a Winter Park Chamber event. Um, it's all local artists, Florida artists only. Um, all the music that I, I have booked, all the entertainers that I've booked that, that are going to be playing for the enjoyment of all the artists as well as the patrons and and uh, you know the people who come to visit the art festival, I really try to get um, very very local talent because we have just uh, we have a bountiful number of super talented people who are playing music all over this city. You'd be surprised just the the depth of the talent of musicians in this area. And I recruit exclusively within this tri county area, and and we found some great people. And I I'd love to talk to you about it. Just a little bit because of the fact that there are some people that are going to be playing at the Winter Park Art Festival on October the 12th and 13th that you can't see anywhere else for free. All right. Well, first let me ask you, are you drawn to the arts? Uh, Why this? Well, I've been a musician my whole life. Um, I did a little bit of entertainment law when I was... Which instrument? Drummer. I'm a drummer. I'm a percussionist. Go figure. <laughs> well, Beating should, the heck out of something. <laughs> I started playing drums when I was eight years old. She carries the sticks. I carry, she, yeah. And whenever yes. she's around me, That's she right. uses the sticks. Now, your parents must have encouraged you. Very much because so. Because most parents would say, quit doing that. No. No, my parents were great. As a matter of fact, um, 
my parents were so supportive that, I mean, the driving me to music lessons, um, they got me my first Slingerland drum set. I think I was nine. Um, they I had a Ludwig took, set. I, that was my second set. I actually, yeah. if you're a drummer, you'll, I had the, I had the Ludwig clear Lucites. Okay. I and those, yeah. I wish I had them now because they are collector's items. Indeed. But, um, I, um, I played drums in my junior high school band, high school band, uh, I was in the orchestra at the University of Florida. Um, I've I I played in a in a, uh, a local band when I lived in uh, well when I lived I've lived in Winter Park for an awfully long time. But I was a member of the uh, the Maitland band that played um, on the Fourth of July on Lake Maitland every Fourth of July. We played right. a lot of the, the John Sousa favorites. I did that for many years. I haven't. I haven't done that lately. I had a couple of bicycle accidents and uh, broke my arm. I broke broke both arms in whoops. years two years succession. So I've slowed down a little bit on do the. You still practice though? I do still practice. As a matter of fact, I was over at a local music shop and there's a Chad Smith snare drum that I really want. So you were testing it out. <laughs> I was huh? testing it out. I go over to, I go over and play a little bit at, at uh, some of the lo- yeah, local the skins music. Yes, there. I do. Uh, it is a lot of fun. My neighbors love it. Trust me. Okay. Well that now, the, now the association makes much more sense. Yeah. The so who are some of the artists coming? Well, let me tell you what we, we were really lucky. The Maitland Middle School Jazz Ensemble, um, conducted by Eric Mendez, they're going to come out and play at nine o'clock in the morning. And I got to say thank you very much to this group because they bring now, a quick, lot of tell, people out there. Let, let's, let's, what, this is going to be on October the twelfth and thirteenth. Yes, so Saturday the twelfth. The and weekend Sunday coming the, up. Yes. yes, not this weekend, but a week. A week, well, ten yeah, days yeah, from well, yeah, it'll nine be, days. Right, you know, October the the twelfth and the thirteenth. Yep. And I presume all day long, since you said they're going to start in the morning, nine o'clock in the morning till five p.m. Both it'll days, nonstop music okay. from from nine to five. Okay, so that would be Saturday and Sunday from yes. nine to five. Yep. Twelfth and thirteenth. Yep. And nine o'clock in the morning, we get the jazz jazz ensemble from with from Maitland Middle. You Fantastic. can play jazz at nine o'clock you in the morning. You can play jazz at nine in the morning. It's great, and the, and the artists love it. Okay. Um, after that, the Winter Park High School Jazz Ensemble, led by Michael Clemente, they come on stage, and it's it's a lot of fun because you know normally early in the morning at the jazz festival it's really quiet and there are not a whole lot of people, but for the last couple of years we've been filling the um, the main the, the the Central Park stage lawn. With friends, family, and students, uh, you know, fans of the jazz ensembles from our local high, junior high schools and high schools, it's or middle schools and high schools. It's it's great. It's bringing an awful lot of people out that would may, maybe not normally, or they might come to the art festival, but we're, we're bringing them out first thing in the morning. They can get through. I mean, it's a great time to come to the art festival because it's not that crowded. So we right. we get some people there and. The kids get to get to see, you know, the next jazz ensemble. Okay. Well, the big deal next is. The, well, I tell you what, oh. let, let's hold that okay. for the, <laughs> the next segment because Don't. we do have to take a break. Once again, we're talking about the Winter Park Autumn Art Festival, <laughs> and it's coming up Saturday and Sunday, the twelfth and the thirteenth. And of course, this is downtown Winter Park, right there, Park Avenue, Central Park, and you know the routine. But this is the autumn version of it, and as you could hear, it's slightly different than the spring version. Yeah, I like it because it's all Florida. 
Okay. All Florida artists. Well, we're going to find out more just about that when uh-huh. we come back. Once again, you are listening to What's the Score? And you can uh, also follow us and like us on the uh, Facebook page. That's Score Orlando on Facebook. And please do sign up for the excellent newsletter, which will keep you updated as to give you the skinny, as Rich there put you on, go. on all right. of the upcoming events that Score is involved <laughs> in. And that's at orlando.score.org. And don't forget to sign up for some of their excellent educational offerings there as well. Okay, so we will take a break and come back with more of What's the Score? Okay, welcome back to What's the Score? The show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business. Rich Jekyll, Lucy Polito, and myself, Christopher Hart, here today with our guest, Peggy Hewitt. Before we get back to the conversation, though, I just want to remind you of all the great advantages of using radio, like SCORE is doing to get their message out, ladies and gentlemen. And it's working, right, Rich? It is working, apparently. I'm still here. <laughs> Are you still here? Plus, I mean, what I mean by that is you get people coming into these uh, seminars and things all the time. Oh, yeah, mentioning us and yeah. asking, oh, you're the famous Rich Jekyll. That's right. And uh, That's talking not about... That's not about, all they say. That's right. <laughs> Talking no. about all of the the folks that uh, come in there because they heard about it on this show. And therein lies the power of radio. Still the most effective mass communication form there is out there, form of media there is out there, ladies and gentlemen, bar none. And I was watching this uh, special series on uh, PBS uh, about a week ago talking about the history of country music. And we, oh, would, yeah. we would. Did you see that? Oh, it's so good. Did you know? Did you so see the good. first couple of a series? The first couple of episodes. They were like five, I think, two-hour episodes, and the first two were almost as much about radio as they were about country music and how effectively radio began to be recognized as a way to advertise and market your product. And that's what drove radio forward and country music along with it. Because they needed something to entertain the folks while they were selling their products. And country music was the natural fit. And it's still natural, folks, to fit your message with radio to get it out there to a mass audience and the audience that you want to hear it. Right, Rich? That's right. The target market. Target market. Need to get to your target market. And Bill Files, the station manager here at Salem Media Group Orlando, is the man to talk to about that. He's got great radio stations here with powerful signals, FM and AM, and he'd love to talk to you. Show you around the station here. Please give him a call at 407-618-1760, and please tell Bill that uh, the Dr. Jacob and Mr. Hart sent you. That's 407-618-1760, and it really is very affordable, folks. All right. And so easy to do. I mean, even Rich can do it. So anyway, <laughs> back to uh, back to Peggy Hewitt. Thank and, you for your support. Right. And uh, once again, she has so very much to offer when it comes to uh, legal counseling and education and advice having to do with businesses and the various, uh, shall we say, legal quagmires that may lay out there for you and how to, how to be you know prepared for them by avoiding them, I guess is maybe the best way to say it but in, in but you how many years ago did you say you got involved with this winter park autumn festival oh, it's probably 15 15 probably years. 15 years now and yeah. you're still and at it and still uh, at it, and, still and, at and it. it sounds like you're the main person right now because uh, you're no. talking about the, the, the acts <laughs> that you were booking and you said you're yeah. getting ready to tell us about the main act i think it was well our main act on saturday is is really exciting saturday october 12th at two o'clock um jeff rupert 
leads the UCF Flying Horse Jazz Ensemble. It's one of the few times a year. It's one of the few times, if if not only, it's not the only time you get a chance to see Jeff Rupert for free. Um, Jeff Rupert is an award-winning, album-making <clears throat> director, musician. Um, he's probably one of the most talented people we have in the Central Florida area, and he just happens to be the band leader for the UCF Flying Horse Jazz Ensemble. They're going to come out and play for an hour on Saturday from 2 to 3, and you don't have to pay the $45 you would normally normally have to pay mm. to see Jeff Rupert in this ensemble. Hey, you know, Jeff and his group have several gold records. Yes, they and do. And they're always, they always have one of their uh, sessions there on top 100 uh, I don't know what what it's called, but the hits, the hit charts, the, the hit show, yeah, the, the, hit, the show. hit parade, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, he is wonderful. He's he's a great uh, yep. jazz, uh, perfect artist. Uh, from Orlando. So yeah. What? So once again, we're talking about the Winter Park Autumn Art Festival, October the twelfth and thirteenth, Saturday and Sunday coming up here, and obviously it's free because it's in Central Park and up and down Park Avenue, and of course you got all the not just the great restaurants and businesses up and down Park Avenue there, but of course you'll have uh, the artists out there that won't be performing on stage, but you will be able to see all of their great work. We have some incredible, we have 184 local artists that will be displaying um, photography, paint, um, um, gels, uh, jewelry, um, uh, statue, well, um, Mm, pottery, carvings, um, carvings, sculpture. It's an incredible group of people. Um, This is, it's the, it's one of the, Best juried art festivals in the southeastern United States. Now, what um, do you mean by juried? Please. Juried means that um, professionals decide who actually qualifies to present their art to be to actually be able to display their art and sell their art during the art festival. This is not a craft show. This is this is not a, a flea market. These are professional artists who travel, who pay money to apply to and attend this event, and they are here. Um, and when it was say juried, they, they will be judged by actual judges, and they will they are competing for prize money, um, ribbons, awards, recognition, sure. awards, and this year visibility too. Yeah, invisibility. Um, the folks who have um, actually cr- uh, been chosen to be the Winter Park Autumn Art Festival poster um, presenter. Uh, have gone on to um, sell an enormous amount of their art and really have their their percentage, their art, rise a little bit in recognition and in, and, uh, in popularity in the state of Florida and, and nationwide. Did, uh, did Rich, did you mention earlier this is going to be a Florida theme? Did, did, it's Florida artists as oh, Florida, opposed yeah. to the other one. Florida, I'm sorry. The the art festival is restricted to artists who actually reside and, reside in the state of Florida. Um, I, I would agree that a majority of the, the painting and photography that is presented generally has a Florida theme. The, the theme for the art festival in and of itself is Winter Park. Um, the the uh, poster that we have this year is a Winter Park, Park Avenue um, restaurant, sidewalk restaurant theme. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely gorgeous. I wish I'd I'm on radio, so I did not actually bring the uh, poster the with audience. me to show the audience. <laughs> Rich was giving me a hard time about that earlier. Understandable, but um, but uh, it's it, it is a it is one of the best um, art festivals in the United States of America, if not just Florida. 
So you're going to have Florida artists, so rather local artists, uh, and then local musicians, local music. And, and Absolutely. I, I'd like to go ahead and tell you, uh, our closeout artist on Saturday afternoon, evening, well, afternoon, because we're over at 5 o'clock, is, a, is a, mu- a very, very young musician. I think he may actually turn 18 this year. His name is David Julia. He is a guitarist, and he has an amazing jazz, rock, blues, um, rhythm and blues band. Uh, he plays like Jimi Hendrix. He is a prodigy. He's This will be his third appearance at the art festival. Um, last year, he he closed out our Sunday, and the and he actually went over a little bit because people didn't want him to leave the stage. There, We had a crowd. Mm-hmm. We had a huge crowd, which doesn't normally happen for the fall art festival because we don't have a Friday night concert like the Spring Sidewalk Art Festival does. But this being a chamber event, we're we're only Saturday, Sunday, and we don't go beyond 5 o'clock. But uh, this kid, I'll tell you what, the police told us that they were just going to stop providing security because he played about 20 minutes over because people didn't want him to leave. It was... And people were still buying beer at the beer tent, oh, so we were making whoa. some money for the art festival. So, <laughs> <All right. laughs> but it was great. And I and I'd like to tell you we've got um, we've got some great people leading the stage this year. We've got Tommy Bridges of the Tommy Bridges Jazz Band as our as our guest MC, as our celebrity MC. And on Sunday, Kayon Riley of WUCF Radio is going to be leading the stage. She's All been right. a volunteer for the art festival in the past, and she was my she was my partner couple of years ago on the entertainment committee and i mean she's a great partner being with ucf radio and i've and i've got to agree with you um radio especially for um local music and and finding local talent it's a great medium and i can't say enough good things about it but kayon's going to come out on sunday and introduce for the first time at 10 o'clock the brass band of central florida quartet (laughs) we're lucky enough to be able to get these kids i mean they're kids they're going to come out and they're going to they're they're going to play for about 50 minutes and uh, and it's interesting because they're going to com- be competing with church so <laughs> but it's my next question it, oh. we're, we try to keep it relatively subdued on on sunday but um we're we're gonna we're gonna go crazy a little bit this year and uh, bring out the brass band to central florida quartet and have them play and, and really try okay. to get some people downtown all right sounds like a whole lot of fun and of course <clears throat> pardon yeah. me There'll be plenty of food and things like that, not just the restaurants and beer there, tent. but there'll be other things <laughs> as well. And, of course, it's a family event. You would definitely want to bring the kids out for this as well. So there'll be things for everyone to do October the 12th and 13th, Saturday and Sunday, the Winter Park Autumn Art Festival, which is going to have a whole lot of great local musicians as well as Florida artists. Yeah, and you know, the the nice part about this is all the restaurants stay open, right? And yes. they serve outside on the boardwalk <laughs> there, right across from where all this is happening. So if you feel like you want a glass of wine or a hamburger or something, you can go right across to one of your favorite restaurants right there. Okay. It, it is a great event for, yeah. for the downtown. We closed down Park Avenue from uh, from from north at, at Garfield, actually north... Um, um, oh my gosh, I can't think of the name. That's of the right. it's, That's uh, right. But there'll be the, street the closings. North, street closings. Right. It's basically the the main drag right. um, on Park Avenue. Um, Morse will be closed for for cross, and it and it's actually New closed England? all the way down into New England. Yeah, New England okay. will be open, but that's the end from from nor- the north end. It's it's swoop. I apologize for. That's I should have okay. looked at my map. That's all right. That's but, all right. But the street is closed, and the restaurants. 
actually spill out into the street, yeah. and they have room for extra tables and chairs. Yeah. And a lot yeah. of people come, and, and so they can listen <clears throat> to the music, have a glass of wine, have yeah. a meal, and listen and to... And come early, because parking will be... Uh, a premium. All right. Yes. And the weather should be perfect. But we're going to have to leave it there because we're just about out of time. Once again, the Winter Park Autumn Art Festival coming up on Saturday and Sunday, the 12th and 13th. That'll be 9 to 5, both days. Free event. Bring the whole family. Music be a whole all day. Lot of fun. Both days. Absolutely. And don't and forget. Beer. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Don't forget also, Nate Friends has got his excellent Going International series going on right now. If you would like to catch the second two uh, parts of it, you can go to orlando.score.org and sign up for that. And don't forget all of the other great offerings there ha- they have there as well. The Coffee with the Leader Series, Lunch with the Leader Series, and just the regular sc- schedule of seminars that you'll find at orlando.score.org. And please sign up for the excellent newsletter there. And like us on Facebook. That's Score Orlando on Facebook. And don't forget, you can just walk in the door over at What's the Score. And if you do yeah. it between 9 and 5, you'll find a human being waiting there to help you out. And as a matter of fact, Saturday mornings as well. And once again, they are located in the Orlando Fashion Square in the National Entrepreneur Center, which is located on the West End. Just park yeah. in the parking garage. It's easy to find. All right. Sounds like it's going to be a whole lot of fun, but you got to have a whole lot of nervousness going on right now, Peggy. <laughs> this is my first time on the radio, and I, didn't mean I think that. I'm going to calm mean, down. You're getting ready for this event coming up. It's going to be a big one. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a winter park on the 12th and 13th. Maybe we'll see you there. Bye. See ya. Bye. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 